Hey lovemakers, welcome back to episode two. I am Cora, I am your lovemaking lady, and as you can probably hear, I am out in my backyard. After a long day of work, I am gonna have to stay up for a little bit and babysit my wood smoker. I got a brisket in there. It's gonna be probably another four, five hours before it cooks through, so I thought I'd kill two birds with one stone and answer some of y'all love questions. You threw a lot at me this week, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of troubled people out there, very suffering and possibly unbalanced people out there who need my help, and I'm here to give it. And to help me on this late night journey, I do have my three cigarettes. I was good today. I didn't have my breakfast cigarette. I didn't have my lunch cigarette, so I get to have those two, and then my dinner cigarette, and we're just gonna have a nice long chat. So I do want to get straight to your questions, see if I can't fit in as many people as I possibly can. So let's let's get right to it. Hi Cora, this is Josie calling from Dallas, Texas. Um, I am moving in soon with my boyfriend and I just wanted to know which, like he has a full-size bed and I have a queen-size bed and I think his full-size bed is too small, um, and I was going to get a king-size, but then I hear that the rate of breakups for king-size beds is really high. So I wanted to know if you have heard that, and what size bed would you recommend for a newly cohabitating couple? Thank you very much. Josie, congratulations on the move-in. <laughs> That is extremely exciting to start fresh with a partner in a new place. Now, I am someone who gets the night sweats, so I actually don't sleep on a mattress. I have a kiddie pool that I kind of burrow up in with a bunch of duvets and quilts and sleeping bags, depending on the season, and that just keeps me cozy. And it keeps my husband Frank dry, but I definitely have heard that a larger bed will lead to a shorter relationship in so far as well if you have space you're gonna use it and I do believe that having a king or what they call a California king can fast-track you to the kind of Craigslist meetup polyamorous genital configurations that often throw a monogamous relationship into chaos and I don't have any study to back this up but anecdotally uh, I was in a polyamorous relationship that uh, came together via Craigslist meetups and we had a California King. And despite the fact that that relationship was extremely abusive and unpleasant, I stayed around because the bed was so large. So that is a value for me. Now in your situation, you're starting fresh, whole new apartment, so exciting. I would hold on to the queen bed that you have because if it's going to be his bed mites or your bed mites, might as well be your bed mites. Why not? Enjoy it. Just enjoy this honeymoon period. I really wish you the best. Do call back and let us know how it goes. Hi. Um, oh God, this is so embarrassing. Um, oh, of course, you know, I'm English, and so we like throw everything sort of under the rug, as it were. Um, I'm calling because I... Oh, fucking hell. Um... I can't have an orgasm, and I don't know if it's a result of the fact that I'm on massive amounts of medication, or if it's because I'm like secretly a lesbian, and like the men are not turning me on for that direct reason. I don't know. Um, but God, I can't climax. I can't even masturbate, really. 
I am on a lot of Prozac and Xanax as well, um, mostly in the morning, sometimes sometimes around lunch as well, and, and definitely at night. Um, and I do drink quite a bit. I don't know if that's got anything to do with it either, but I figure I might as well call you and um, see if you've got any, any suggestions really for me. Okay. Ugh. This is terribly embarrassing, and if it's not making sense, don't even respond. Thank you. Oh, huh. There are just so many women out there who are making love without hearing the music, if you know what I mean. And it is, I would say, a greater problem on this planet than pollution and war combined. The advice I'm going to give you, A, get off your meds. They're not helping. I mean, they may be helping with your mental balance, but they are not helping with this specific physical issue. So I'd say just abruptly go off of them, flush them down the toilet. Now the next step I want you to take is I want you to go to a little website called craigslist.com. I want you to post in housing for a houseboy. Now, it doesn't have to be a houseboy. It can be a housegirl. It can be one of each. I want you to find a young person who is underemployed, who needs a place to live, invite them into your home, have them tested, have them shaved, and then with the free time that they have, have them explore with you just all the nooks and crannies and positions and flavors and colors and whistles of your body. Think of them as a personal trainer. Think of them as someone who has seen it all. If you can find someone who's seen it all, even better. Now, I'm not going to promise you a rose garden here. This could take weeks, this could take months, and something of yours will be stolen. That is a promise. But once you've gotten to the place you need to get, you wish them the best, you send them off in the world, you change your locks, and your new life begins. I wish you all the best. Do let me know how it goes. Oh, hi, um, uh, Cora Cuba. Uh, I, I am, uh, an older man. I'm, I'm well into my 60s, and, uh, I've actually acquired, um, a new skill, and I was curious if you think, uh, this would be, uh, an attractive skill. Uh, I recently lost my wife, I, by recently, five years ago, but I, I, I tried to date, uh, but women don't seem to like me. Uh, so I acquired this skill, uh, which is I, uh, can suck my own dick. Uh, and I figured, great, you know, a lot of older women, they don't, they don't like to suck dick. I mean, it's a generational thing. I mean, my daughter is always talking about it. Um, but I learned to do it so they didn't have to. Uh, I, I, uh, demonstrated for a woman and she did not like it. And I was wondering, is this something that I should, keep to myself or is this a plus uh in your book any um uh advice would be uh, very helpful to me uh thank you uh goodbye hun what you have just described to me is not a problem you have reached a point where you do not have to date anymore you get what i'm saying i mean like other people are extraneous now if you miss companionship of others and the brief breaks that you take from pleasure in your downstairs, well, my suggestion would be to find a spiritual medium. Uh, you can find these again on Craigslist.com or sometimes there'll be flyers up at the uh, local grocery store or spirit shop or a, uh, a Hot Topic type venue and find someone who can conjure up the spirit of your dear departed wife because... The one thing holding most people back from sharing their lives with a ghost forever is the fact that a ghost cannot touch you. 
You can touch yourself when you're with a ghost, and those can be incredibly meaningful, powerful, and erotic experiences, but a ghost cannot touch you. However, if you are in this position where you may achieve such autonomy over your body while communing with the spirit of your deceased wife, it just seems like a no-brainer. So I wish you all the luck in finding a medium. And you can tell the medium ahead of time. You can tell her, I'm going to be engaging with myself physically and they will not care. As long as you hand over the cash at the beginning of the hour, they will just look the other way or not. Mediums are exceptionally fluid people uh, when it comes to the things they will and will not accept. So I'm just going to wish you all the best of luck. Please do let me know how it goes. If, if you want to call me back. If you cannot find the name or number of a medium, I'm happy to hook you up with any one of my many, many Facebook friends who walk within the realm of the unseen. So do let us know how it goes, and my best wish of luck with you and your reunion with your beloved deceased wife and your subsequent sucking yourself off in her spiritual presence. Um, uh, yes, hi, I'm, I'm calling in uh, to um, ask a question. Uh, this is my first time calling. <laughs> I'm a big fan. So I guess my question is more about um, safety. My uh, wife is uh, really into um, nipple play, and she likes it really rough. And I'm just concerned about safety um, with uh, with fire. She wants me to um, take three birthday candles and light them and let the wax drip. And um, I I haven't been wanting to to do it because uh, I'm afraid I'm going to burn burn her. Um, I just wanted to get some feedback and let me know if you think that this is something that that's that's safe to do. Um, if it's um, okay. Uh, or if um, I should uh, I should restrain myself and not. Um, thank you. For, thank you for your, for your time. Wow. I think you hit on one of the only questions I don't know how to answer. I used to tour with a Renaissance festival, and I had my nipples pierced by a girl who may or may not have been a gypsy. She certainly wore gypsy garb. They subsequently became infected. And one of them had to be removed. The other simply has no sensation. So I, I'm not a big nipple play person because they are they are not sensitive areas of my body. But I can tell you about fire. And you want to keep a lot of sawdust around, maybe a bag of flour, just something by the bed. So if things go out of hand, if, if she has some hairspray in her hair, if you have satiny sheets, you can immediately put out a fire if it spreads. But I wish I could give you more advice about nipples. Unfortunately, they are not something I really have anymore. If any of our callers have experience with what is safe, what is not safe about nipple play, I would appreciate you calling in and giving this man some advice. I, I would love one of our listeners to maybe call in and tell us a thing or two about the boundary lines of nipple play, which sounds amazing. I think we can all agree it sounds like a great time, but... I wouldn't know, so I'm going to leave it up to our wonderful love-making audience. If you could just dial in 
213-973-2157. If you have a question for me, the lovemaking lady, I'm happy to answer it. If you have a reply about nipple play, we certainly want to hear it. I am so excited to learn all the things that I can from you to eat my brisket and for all the adventures ahead of us here on Lovemakers Podcast. So I will be joining you again next week, same time, same place. And I do wish you all a wonderful week and blessed be. Again, that number 213-973-2157. Thank you.